0: Hey yo! What up? What it is? How you feeling? How you living? How you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my Wolf Pack friends. Today, we have a bonus interview special going up on a Sunday. Let's get it. Let's go. Today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I bring you the dynamic playwright, author, producer, Actress, and motivational speaker. I will be ready. Four, Clarice Carolyn Herring Jones. Let's go. People don't know about you. That
1: I have 11 children 11 grandchildren.
0: 11 11. Look at you. All manifestive and stuff. Mmm, <laughs> that's the way to do it if you're going to do it. Manifest it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. What kind of yeah. water you drinking? It can't be the regular water we getting. Cause snatched all this up in here. Beautiful. I
1: love it. I love it.
0: Yes, wonderful. Please, please share with us a little bit about your background.
1: Okay. Um. Like I'm a military brat. I'm a veteran from the Navy. Hmm. Um. A married to a retired spouse of the Army. Mm-hmm. Um. All of my children are adult children uh, from ages 20 to 36. Mm. Um, let's see. I'm a survivor yes. of dem- violence and um, I've learned to understand sex trafficking mm-hmm. because of the travesty that happened to my niece. Wow,
0: wow. How hard or easy was it for you to put your life pretty much on display? I mean, it, is it is it to get the story the, the the story out or to get awareness out for people to be able to know that help is here and you can?
1: Yeah. So um, I have a play that I wrote back in 2007. I was inspired by Tyler Perry. I actually promoted Diary of a Mad Black Woman mm. back in 2000. And when I talked to Tyler, he shared with me his up and ups and downs in the industry as a playwright. Mm-hmm. And then when I shared with him that I was a survivor, he told me to write the story, make it plain,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to not be afraid because someone needed it to help them. Mm-hmm. And everything that you go through is a testament. Mm-hmm. So it inspired me, but it took me... Uh, Seven years to put the story out of my domestic violence, which is called Women's Shop Talk Why, Roman Wake, which is a beauty shop owner that was being abused by her husband, who was a minister, and he did a lot of horrible things to me. So I didn't initially want to tell the story because. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody knows me in the city, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. and everybody loved him and nobody would believe the things that he did to me. So it would be difficult to tell the story. And even after the trauma, the different things that happened to me, people weren't believing it. They're like, uh, she probably cheated on him. He's a good guy. He's a great minister, you know? So it took me years to accept the damage that had been done to me mm-hmm. and what I was going to receive when I went public with it. Mm-hmm. And I've done it 30 times. I've sold out 18. I've traveled shop top from Colorado to Kansas City mm. to Kansas to North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, and I've done three, four shows in Atlanta. Wow. So, um it's it's a great it's a great production it's hilarious mm-hmm. inspirational mm-hmm. so you'll be laughing you'll be crying you'll be ready to fight
0: those are the best um, stories those are best, yeah, the, the best ones yeah
1: it is wow. and so I've, I've been on ABC um, CBS TVN um, and I've told my story and motivational speaking with it at conferences and mm-hmm. I have a book um oh. It's called When Enough is Enough. When you're mm-hmm. sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's enough. Mm-hmm. So, my book is the story of my play. I was the beauty shop owner. Mm-hmm. I, everybody's hair, but everybody came to my shop to gossip, and I happened to be the gossip caller.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Dang. yeah so. Now, I, want, yeah. I wanted to know about something about your previous plays, The Gift of Giving.
1: How? The Gift of Giving Yeah, how, it, how,
0: how did you feel putting on that production?
1: The Gift of Giving is even a true story somewhat um, The Gift of Giving I do it every Christmas I give out ooh hundreds and hundreds of toys to economically challenged families mm-hmm. It's about a family that is poor mm-hmm. Good time scene um, Father gets laid off every Christmas Mama's angry with God because her husband gives his hard-earned money to the church or the pastor drives a Mercedes and they drive the subway. They eat beans for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. They have six, seven children. They've never had a Christmas. Wow. And Mama's angry with God because one Christmas, her daughter robbed a liquor store, mm-hmm. but she was killed by gang members and she died on Christmas Day. So Mama's angry with God for letting her daughter die on Christmas Day.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, there, there is a milkman in this story. He delivers a bag of beans, a gallon of milk, and a dollar every day for that one child. Mm. This is a child that um, she thinks mom slept with a milkman because this is a 70s play. Everybody's got an afro except her. She's got long, straight hair. Mm. She's lighter than anybody, oh, And okay. she's a rebellious child, and she thinks mom slept with a milkman. Did mom sleep with a milkman? Hmm. Mm. on Christmas Day an angel delivers a message and tells her to come and see me love the milkman she goes to visit the milkman on Christmas Day and he tells her years ago blacks and whites were not allowed to date I fell in love with this beautiful black missionary woman we secretly dated she got pregnant she had a baby and died delivering that child she told me to always give that child a gallon of milk, a bag of beans, and a dollar every day so she could be a scripper scrapper. And you are that child. Mm. And all that money in that jar is for you to be the best scripper scrapper that you can be. Make your grandma Lily proud and make me proud. And he died.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. I got the yeah. Jesus team I'm over here like, whoa. That... And it's
1: a true story. Wow. I didn't know it was a true story. So my mother passed away. And I kept telling I said, Ma, you know, I did this play about the milkman. And I really think Nita is the milkman's daughter. And she says, what are you talking about? I said, Ma, she's got blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She's got gl- eyes. <laughs>
0: like, it's all adding <laughs> goes, up, Ma. It's adding up.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's different. Mm-hmm. And she, said, she says, you think you know so much. I said, no, Ma, I don't know anything. I, but I do know that every year we would go to Missouri. And you would go sit on my sister's couch. And this man would come over Give you some money, and he was light skinned with nice long wavy hair, and I don't know. He looks like my sister. and she was here. Oh, you just talk too much. That's a secret. She died with.
0: Mm, and <laughs> you took that one to the grave. <laughs> Where like I'm not saying nothing. I I made a yes. I made a promise not to say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing. Right. Not but, to,
1: you know, so I so I called my mother's sis, her sister, the only living sibling, and mm-hmm. I asked her. I said, I said, "Mama's gone now. Can I ask you something?" She said, "What?" I said, Nita looks different than everybody else. I said, does she have a different daddy? She said, yeah, she does. I said, oh. oh? I said, who is he? She said, his name is Alvin, and he's dead now. I said, oh, so I looked for this man and his children, and I found them, and they said they didn't know anything about my mom or my sister, so I decided to keep it a secret because yeah. I could open up a can of worms that could really hurt people. Right, you
0: know? right. So, and- it's harder yeah. when the other person is already gone. It's like, uh, we can't go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally understand.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. it's a good play. I have done that play every year since two thousand, and um, it's done really, really well. I yeah. give out, and I do it because I want children to know you don't have to rob, steal, and kill mm-hmm. to get. Because God has already blessed you with a gift, right? You know, you have a. A born gift, and you don't have to kill other people to get anything.
0: Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Miss Lady,
1: Angel's Palace,
0: please bless us with a little um, insight to Angel's Palace. It's coming up. We got a date.
1: It is coming. And when I tell you, Angel's Palace is an emotional play for me. Mm hmm. Um, it's a true story. I didn't understand anything until it happened to me. Mm. So my nephew called me, this is back in 2019, he called me, he says, Auntie, I need your help. And I said, what's wrong? He says, I, I-, I don't know what to do. Um, can you help Queenie? And I said, well, what's wrong with her? He said, Auntie, it's a long story she needs to tell you. But only you can help me. And I said, because I'm a CASA worker. I've been a caseworker for years. And I said, so what happened? And he says, I'd rather her tell you. I said, okay, send her to me. So from Colorado, she came to me in Atlanta. Mm. So she told me everything that happened to her. And I said, stop talking to me. I need you to tell the police. I went to the police station, and they said, we can't do anything. She's on the wrong territory. We can't help her because she's in Georgia and this happened in Colorado. And I said, but her mother trafficked her. And they said, yeah, but this has nothing to do with us. So we can not do anything. So I got upset. I went over to the shelter because I'm an, I'm an advocate over at the shelter. And I said, what do you guys think? They said, well, Carolyn, we don't deal with trafficking. I said, does nobody know this language? And so they said, but, you know, well, we Googled it and we found Homeland Security. Mm. So Homeland Security took her information over the telephone and they said, we're going to have um, her, um, I guess, examined from top to bottom, from the top of her head to her toes. And they did a mental evaluation. They did a physical evaluation of her. And Georgia Cares declared that she was sexually trafficked by her mother. I was devastated because this is a little girl she was when I got her she was 16 but this happened to her when she's 13 so I'm just now getting her at 16 and she's telling me she's never been to school that what? she was in an in an arranged marriage with an older guy oh she had to sleep with him 7 to 10 times a day she had to street perform because she sings. When I tell you my niece sings like Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. Dad that, girl, the
0: old himself. soul voice.
1: Yes. And so when she told me this, and she says, "Auntie, I don't, I don't want to go back," and I said, "Okay, we won't make you go back." Mm-hmm. So I went to court and I met with Judge Alt, and I'm a CASA worker, so he knew me, mm-hmm. and he gave me temporary custody of her me and my husband, Mm -hmm. so I put her in school, I got her in counseling, but then the counselors were telling me they didn't know how to deal with this, and they were stuck going, we have, we've counseled her, but there's some stuff that we don't comprehend on how to help her, they said there's some stuff that's so deep in her that she needs intensive specialty counseling, so for me, I thought, I'm going to put her in school, she's never been to school, Yeah. I put her in school. Oh my god, the worst mistake I could ever do in my life. Really? Um, not her fault. When I when you see her, she's absolutely gorgeous. When she walks into a room, she lights up like a Christmas tree and everybody loves her. She's sweet, she's innocent, she's calm. Yeah. She's love. She's she's everything. No bad ill things about her at all. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. And she's She's gracious. She's loving. She's caring.
0: How respectful.
1: Used to be? Everything. Um, just a complete, just a gracious young lady. Yeah. You know, honorable. She had to pretend to be um, homeschool. Pre- mm. She's married and legally aged, and she would street perform in front of the mayor's office in Colorado. Mm. Her and her siblings. So she had like four other siblings and if she didn't street traffic um if she didn't perform on the streets then her siblings would not have any food and no place to live so that's what they she was the mother to them and had to make sure that they had everything they needed by sleeping with this guy and street performing (sighs) I then found out that the mother and the guy she's married to, his mother, they made a deal. It was a trap. It was a contract that stated that her son would marry my niece in exchange for all the money and compensation for their performances on the street. And they would take care of insurances. They make sure you have a place to live. They would take care of all everything that was needed as long as she street performed, and as long as she slept with him seven to ten times a day.
0: Oh my God.
1: His, yeah. His mother was grooming her siblings. She would have them watch nasty movies with body parts that were being gruesome and cut off. And um, she was drugging them. Um, she was molesting them. She'd make them watch sex movies. And where my niece would have sex with her son, she was videotaping them and sending the tapes to California making money.
0: Oh, so
1: this, this is everything I was learning from her as she's in counseling mm. she's even been a TV show and she told the whole world um, the city of Atlanta honored her and at the mayor's office mm. and then Pastor Bryant on uh, the Word network put her on his network about mm. her story and she just told me she said Auntie I want to tell everybody because I want to help other kids I don't want anybody else to have this happen to them mm. and she told everything that can happen to you when you're trapped. She said you get drugged, um, you're you're forced to have sex, you're you're abused, you're 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 in bondage. Um, she just told some horrible things. You had she had to perform acts and pretend to be other people and other things that she had to do stuff I've never even heard of before, and no. I was like, it was a travesty to know that this young girl had been through all that, mm-hmm. and so. As I started learning everything, I decided that it was time to bring awareness. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: she wanted to do it. She said, Auntie, whatever you wanna do, we wanna go talking someplace, I'll I'll do it. I'll speak to everybody, Mm -hmm. all the kids, whatever you want me to do. Mm -hmm. She said, because I want to get help. Mm -hmm. So, um, as I started helping her and got her in school, she, social media was the worst thing in the world. Oh my gosh, she would tell me, oh, I got some friends that live over here. Do you know where this is, Nancy?" I said, you got a friend that lives in Stockbridge? Yeah. You got a friend that lives in Alpharetta? Yeah. How do you meet these friends? Who are they? Oh, I've been knowing them for a long time. They were tracking her and she was talking to them on social media. It was really bad. And because I'm in social media and I meet a lot of celebrities, I do a lot, you know, on the red carpets and stuff, Mm because I'm a TV station and I have a a magazine and Mm -hmm. a publisher. And so I would take her with me and we would meet these celebrities and at different movie premieres. And she would say, "Um, Auntie, I said, What? Um, I left my makeup bag. Okay. So I'll be back and get it. And I'm like, Okay. And when she come back, she's on the phone talking to these celebrities FaceTiming them and I'm like you know so and so oh yes auntie I know him why is that celebrity contacting you that man is old enough to be your daddy right oh we're friends auntie no you're not friends oh my god I was getting emotional because in her mind this is what she's supposed to do communicate Mm -hmm. with everybody Mm -hmm. and be nice to everybody and they're making dates I'm like oh my god, I gotta get her some help
0: right, so So, she can know the difference between safe and non-safe I mean, goodness gracious
1: it was bad so when I had her in school, high school I gave her a cell phone for Christmas time because she was doing really good in counseling and then all of a sudden I heard her talking and stuff and so I said, give me your phone Queenie, she's like, oh auntie I'm doing homework of evil Give me your phone, Queenie. No, no And she's trying to delete, delete. And I mm-hmm. says, give me your phone. I was afraid to look at that phone for a couple of days because mm-hmm. I was scared of what I might find out. Yeah. When I opened it, she was having the same conversation with 10, 15, 20 guys and showing body parts. And I was oh. like, oh, my God. No, no, I, was, no. I said, what have I done so I went to the high school, and everybody loves Rutgers high school. Mm-hmm. Every teacher, every student, every boy, mm-hmm. everybody. It was so bad. And, and so I said to her, I said, Queenie, I said, you did something really bad. She's like, I know, Auntie. I said, Queenie, you need help. Um, I didn't do it by myself, Auntie. She started talking. I said, don't talk to me anymore. The only thing I want you to do is tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Do you need help? I said, what happened to that little boy and you in that hallway? That boy's about to get expelled. Is he wrong? And she said, no auntie, it's your fault. It's my fault. I said, you're gonna have to go and talk to the principal and everybody and explain. And so they were ready to expel this boy and, I, and they weren't gonna do anything to her. And I said, no, yeah. no, no, I said, you tell them why they can't expel this boy? She says, I'm labeled. As a seductress, and this is what I'm trained to do. Mm. And it's not his fault. I'm trained to be everybody's desire. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I have to figure out why and make sure that I am. I was, I was in tears. Yeah. And then she told, she said, "Auntie," I said, "What?" She said, "I understand now. I need to go get permanent help." Mm-hmm. You can put in the facility. I need to be locked down and get help.
0: Yeah. So
1: I put her in um, Devereaux mm-hmm. They have a sex track uh, program out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was kind of bad because they kind of keep you locked down like you're a juvie. Oh,
0: wow.
1: It was, yeah, because she's not a juvie kind of kid. She's yeah. a really sweet girl mm-hmm. that she didn't deserve that type of place. But. They loved her there. They didn't mistreat her or anything. Mm -hmm. And they realized she was different. Um, The girls hated her because she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The boys loved her because she's beautiful. And she learned to understand that I can't use my beauty to get everything I want anymore. Mm -hmm. And so Devereaux helped her. And when she got out of Devereaux, they transferred her to Wellspring to um, having her own apartment, teaching her how to... Um, work on her high school diploma Mm -hmm. and to get jobs and to learn how to use um, the public transportation, which I don't Mm -hmm. think she was ready for that.
0: Why, why, because, ooh, wee, that's a whole nother ball of, ooh, ooh. So,
1: now she's like 18, Mm -hmm. free privileges to do whatever she wants to do, and I don't have any rights to say what she can't do, and It was scary. And now out there in the public, come and go when she wants to, her own apartment.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I lost track of her because she's an adult. Mm -hmm. Until one day she called me and she says, Auntie, I said, you're calling me? I'm calling you, Auntie. I said, what's wrong? Auntie, I'm hungry. You're hungry. I'm homeless. You're homeless. And... Auntie, I've learned that I need help. Mm. Could you please help me? What do you want me to do, Queenie? I said, because you know if you come back to my house, it's dressed right left, because we're military. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's, no, there's no cussing, there's no drinking, there's mm. no smoking, there's mm-hmm. no hanging out, there's a curfew, it's church. And she said, I understand. I said, Queenie? She said, yeah. I think you're ready to go home. She said, I'm ready to go home, my team. And I'm going to put my mama in jail for what she did to me.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. And she tried. Do you not know that the police department did not arrest that mother? The kids, the kids testified about everything that they saw, everything that they knew, never going to school. The judges gave the child back, all the kids back to their mother. My nephew had custody of him for a couple of years that was under investigation. Then they mm. closed the case. They said it's. they wanted to see an email to show the proof of the contract. They said they had no tangible proof. It's just hearsay. I said, those kids saw wow. everything. And they testified, and they said, but they're kids.
0: Wow. So now
1: my, my niece now is 18. She goes to Colorado. She files a police report. They attached it to the first one, and they said, because we still don't have that mama got away with it. And the mom got the kids back. And then one of the children, the mom has groomed to be homosexual. Oh, wow. Because the boy who was trafficking my niece was molesting him. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, mm. And the,
1: the mother of the boy who was grooming them was molesting the little kids. And nobody believed them. They don't trust anybody. They think nobody understands and nobody will listen to them.
0: hmm Oh, so man, my I nephew understand. tried,
1: he tried to get custody, he tried to get them back, but she was getting them for child support, mm. and put in jail, which meant the kids go back to her when mm-hmm. he's in jail for child support. Mm-hmm. Oh, and an I cycle. It's a mess, because I told him, you actually have a child support case against her, because you had the kids for two years, and she never gave up anything. And we find out now that all six kids had different socials, different birthdays, different names. Everything was fraudulently done. Wow,
0: that is scary. He,
1: it's really, really bad. Um, my nephew, I had to tell him that he had to change some things about himself so he would not be taken as a kid because attractive with long dreadlocks that so he'd been growing since he was 13. Mm-hmm. He was taken as a kid. He was never taken seriously. Taken as a street kid. And I told him, I said, "Time to man up, honey." He mm-hmm. says, "What, well, auntie? Cut your hair off and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Fight for your
0: kids."
1: Mm-hmm. So I even helped him. I went to court, testified, even as a CASA worker, and they didn't do anything about it.
0: That is tragic. Lord have mercy. They tell you go so, to these people for help, and they don't. They then they tell you there's nothing we can do.
1: Yeah, it was that bad, and I did everything I could do. She actually had a warrant. The mom had a warrant for my arrest, my husband's arrest, because I had custody of her, and she came here with a court order that the kids belonged to her, so I had to hire a lawyer all mm-hmm. the way in Colorado to fight the case. She came to Deborah, had a court order to take her out. And she was walking out the door of her. And I told the director, I said, please stall. I have a lawyer that's fighting this case in Colorado. And, and I'm talking to the lawyer. I said, she's walking out the door. And they said, wait a second, tell them to wait, wait, wait. The judge is signing the order. The judge signed the order as she's walking out the door to get on the airplane. And the director at Devereaux said, she doesn't have to go. Mm. She belongs to aunt. Mm, mm, mm. That was nothing but God. Because mm. when she daughter she had her daughter in the room in private she says and she was like having a cultish mindset brainwashing her to say you're going back to Colorado you belong to me and everything that you've done you're going to go back to doing that aren't you Queenie she's like but but you loved that boy didn't you Queenie but you made me no I didn't make you marry him you loved him remember Queenie but and she was in that trance and all of a sudden when the judge said she didn't have to go back. She's walking down the hallway. And she's getting her luggage. I said, Queenie, she said, Auntie, I can't talk to you. I got to get my luggage. My mom's waiting for me. I got to go. I said, Queenie, you don't have to go. No, I got to go, Auntie. I belong to her. I, I have to go back. I said, Queenie, you don't have to go back. I said, Queenie, guess what? She's like, what, Auntie? You don't have to go back. The judge says you can stay. And guess what? She's like, what, Auntie? Your daddy came from Colorado. My daddy's here? Mm. daddy's here. Her mom is sitting in that waiting room, an interrogation room and we're walking past her and she looked at me and she says, I'm going to get you. Dang. And I said, I'm not scared.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But it was scary when the police came to my house and said I was under arrest and my husband's under arrest. Ooh, I said, wait. I'm like, uh, I said I'm under arrest. they said, um, there's a warrant for your arrest. I said, for what? You have a child that you're supposed to turn over to the mother. And I said, can I call my lawyer? And I said, not when you're under arrest and we have a warrant. I said, you have a warrant? Yes. I said, do you know who I am? And they said, we know that you have a warrant. I said, no. Do you know who I am? And they said, we know that you have a warrant. I said, what I'm going to tell you to do is show me that warrant, and you show me that Judge Ott signed that warrant. And they're looking at each other going, I said, go make the phone call and show me the warrant.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He came back in, and he says, "Um." The judge didn't sign the warrant. We just got a phone call from the lawyers of the girl's mother. and <clears> said there was a warrant, but the judge never signed it. And I said, you are going to take me to jail on something that you don't even have signed.
0: Look at that. Look I at how they, how, they, how they serve justice.
1: Oh, just, my God. You, but you I
0: say the kids, the kids are on hearsay, but you come arrest me and my whole family off of hearsay. No proof. Yeah.
1: Wow. This world is so treacherous. Barker. It is so... And my niece was like, "Oh my God, Auntie! I heard you're gonna go to jail." And I says, "I ain't going to jail, Queenie. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I'm not going to jail, Queenie. I will spend every dime and dollar I got to not go to jail, not to have you taken away. Right. When you leave, it's because you choose to leave, right. not because she's you." Right. So, my point for writing the play and to um, I have a training that we do: sex trafficking abolitionist training. um, there's a group of us and we train everybody to be abolitionists and so I do a skit in that training and everybody's certified all of my cast are certified abolitionists mm. and we have trained um, Clark Atlanta um, students the girls there, we have trained um, some of the Deltas, we've trained the high school out in DeKalb County wow. just to let them know and bring awareness and prevention yeah, so if definitely. you know you ain't snatching me if I know what to look for, what exactly. to do, and how to
0: connect. Exactly. So, we want all the kids to make it home from school and, you know, from wherever it, they get. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. Poor babies can't it, go to school, can't just be kids, you know? It's just it, the world want them to be adults so fast, and it's is ridiculous. It's super sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So,
1: uh, Angel's Palace is the true story about my niece that was trafficked by her mother. Um, and we take you on a journey to show you why the mother did what she did. Meaning it's a generational curse. The mother was, I guess you can say, trafficked from overseas. Because her mom is beautiful. looks like Lisa Bonet. Mm-hmm. They're mixed. And so the mom was trafficked from overseas mm-hmm. by the father. And believe it or not, the mother, so my, ne- the, my niece's mother is a mother was trafficked by her father and then my um, niece's mother's father contacted my nephew and said I need you to take her I can't do anything with her she's yours because we were I was on my nephew I said why are you with this young girl he's like well auntie she's 18 I said you're old he says auntie I said James you're old enough to be that girl's father because my nephew met her she was 18 I think my nephew might have been turning maybe late 20s or turning 30 Mm. and I was like something ain't right about this he says well the dad told me that he couldn't do nothing with her and you know I'm I'm gonna help take care of her I said I said this is a generational curse I mean granted my nephew didn't traffic or anything but she Mm. was trained to do what she's doing because her mother did it to her
0: Mm Hmm. Mm
1: And she
0: was doing it to her own children. Wow. And it's so sad for them to feel like that's a normalcy. Like i yeah. this is what I'm here for. I'm supposed to do this. No, you're not. Okay. Under any circumstances, yeah. are you supposed to be a human slave to anything or anyone? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, I got to know, how did you pick the cast for this? these roles? Because Angel's Palace is, that's heavy. And I know the cast has to be really, I mean some heavy hitters to be able to pull this off
1: oh boy, the guy that's playing Raw, that owns the palace um, Garrett Patterson is a phenomenal actor, he's been with me for seven years, he has played my domestic violent husband
0: mm-hmm.
1: playing the father of Angel, mm-hmm. his name is Robert Angel Walker, mm-hmm. the the girl's name is Angel, but they don't understand the connection. Is the mom named them Angel?
0: Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. So the mom raised her as her child, but you find out in the play that the child is really her grandchild. Mm. She was. Trying. Yeah, it's some it's, it's tipsy turvy and mind blowing mm. things. In there. You're going to be devastated when you see this production because. If I tell you the twists and turns, you're gonna be, like, you're gonna be glued to your chair. Yes, yes. Uh. It's, a, it's a generational curse. Why was the mom doing what she did, and what she did to her own son to put him over the palace?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. angels palace, y'all. It's going down, baby. It
1: mm. And so he won these girls in a gambling deal the guy didn't have money to pay up Mm -hmm. so the guy was a pimp and he won these girls and that's how he started trafficking and putting him in the palace Mm. the girl runs away from her mom after figuring out she's been trafficked and she runs away to Atlanta looking for her father Mm. not knowing that her father is a dirty cop and she gets snatched at the bus station on social media Really? Yes. Yes. And when the mother finds out that she's headed to Atlanta and she knows Atlanta is where all her snatchers are, she doesn't want her daughter to get snatched because she's transitioned into saying, I got to get right with God. Mm-hmm. I've been wrong. I've blessed my own son. I trafficked my mm-hmm. granddaughter. not Nobody knowing it's her granddaughter. I kind of put that out there. <laughs> and so when she gets snatched in Atlanta, that part I'm not going to tell. That part's going to blow your mind of who snatched her and mm. who she really belongs to. Mm. That's
0: yeah. Mm. Now, yeah. J- July, July 23rd that is. is that that, that, is that, is that is that the date? July 23rd. At the
1: amphitheater in Fayetteville, Georgia.
0: Atlanta. Ah. That is going to be epic. I swear. I hope folks is yes, yeah. ready because this yes. right here going to have you sitting there like mouth open. Everybody mouth open.
1: Yeah, you're going to be. I mean, it's got some entertainment in there because, you know, Tabitha Duncan was playing the Madam Shy, but I think Tabitha's book on concert on tour. So Tabitha Duncan of the group Cut Close, Key Sweats group. Um, Eddie Lavert is playing the dirty chief of police cop.
0: <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be yeah.
1: good. Gene Anderson, the Man of Parliament, he's playing one of the men, the gentlemen at the club, who mm. performed. He's going he's gonna to sing his song, uh, I think he's going to sing, we're going to funk you, right on up there. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Gene Anderson of George Clinton's Parliament, he's playing one of the men. Um, Eddie Levert's playing the chief of police. Uh, Lily McLeod, the X-Factor finalist that sang Alabaster Box. Wow. She's playing the district attorney, Sasha Fierce. Happens to be in love with Rob, the owner of the palace. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I, Lord have mercy. You got me over here like, ooh, what date is it? Ooh, this is right. gonna-
1: It's going to blow your mind because you got the district attorney that's in love with the man that owns the palace. Yeah. That's a
0: twist deep. right there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Love, love, love how your brain just got that flowing in there. I love it. Absolutely wonderful.
1: Guess what I'm doing? Guess who I'm playing? Who are you I'm playing? <laughs> I'm playing the defense attorney. Mm, yes. Mm, mm. I, have to, I have to defend Roth, the chief of police. And I'm gonna have to get rid of Sasha Fierce.
0: What? Ah, I I just, oh, I can't wait. I'm (laughs) over here like, oh, I I need to see the whole, I need everything from opening credit to end credit. I need the whole Shabbat. Like, oh my goodness, I can't wait. This is, I'm gonna
1: tell you, it's mind boggling. It's electric. It's, um, I mean, you're going to have fun. Good mm-hmm. music, you know, mm-hmm. our old our music, 70s music is in there. And, wonderful. You know, you, the Gene Anderson, the Poo Poo Man, and, uh, inspirational thing with Alabaster Box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't tell you everything Sasha Pierce does because um, Lily McLeod is amazing. That's wonderful. So, um, yeah. And uh, Stevie D from Force and D. He's on tour, so I don't know if he's going to pop in or not, but he okay. was in it. He was playing... Um, the uh, detective. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some so, juicy rolls. Ooh, ooh! Look at you, wonderful. Uh, that is yeah. awesome.
1: How many cities? Pretty... Are... Um, I will tell you that if you miss this production, you're going to be mad at yourself. Mm. It's going to keep you glued to your seat because even for me, when I'm in rehearsals, I'm going, "Oh my god, that's good."
0: Wow, like y'all bringing you know, this to I, life. Life, I, I forgot we was in here doing a play. I, I'm holding
1: something in here. <laughs> oh, you know, my cast they're all abolitionists, mm-hmm. but they want to help me bring awareness mm-hmm. so in it because they believe in the message and they want to be a part of it. We're also filming it for film as well as a movie, mm-hmm. but um, the cast is like, I want it so much that. You don't even have to pay them for something that they want to be a part of to bring awareness, which is so cool about everything. Um, But it's super important that I want to reach a multitude of people to let them know that God created your temple to worship him, to not have it abused and taken apart and destroyed. And we're teaching people how you get snatched. I mean, there's an angel dust that if you see a flyer in your windshield, don't touch it. Mm -hmm. Oh Sabrina's on here The lady I was telling you about the abolitionists Sabrina is my trainer She's the one that trains everybody for abolitionists
0: Wow Y'all are a powerful team to be working with
1: Powerful Powerful team She is the one that trains everybody Um, We train the Clark Atlanta Girls we train some of the Deltas, um, State Farm And she does certify Everybody for abolitionists
0: Mm -hmm. That is
1: Yeah. So everything I learned Uh about how people are trafficked and snatched came from the training that she gave us.
0: Wow. And you have a multitude Mm -hmm. of information. That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Miss Sabrina got it. 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 Oof. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Sabrina. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: So wonderful. So wonderful. Uh, Please. Yes. Please. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. I just want to thank you so much. You have really blessed the platform today. I can't wait to get this information out from here to the Philippines because everybody needs to know worldwide, coast to coast, international. about yeah. this. Yes, because too many people just go walk out the door to go to the store and don't make it back home because they don't know the signs to watch to make it back Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're taking the initiative to say, you know what, this is what we're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with this, understand it, acknowledge it, then we can help fix
1: it. Yes, 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 yes. If you don't know it, you can't help it. And I didn't know it. And if it wasn't for Sabrina and her team, Miss Nadine Ali, helping me. I don't know where I would be today. And I didn't know where my niece would be today. You know, her mom might've gotten her and took her back to Colorado. She'd be back on the streets again, you know,
0: man, or worse. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Thanks again so much for joining us. Please let everybody know where they can find you. Your wonderful TV show. Everything about the place.
1: Yay. So, um, my TV show is called the Carol Jones show. It is on Clark TV network, C L A R K E TV network. We are on every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. We're live on Roku, Apple, Amazon, Instagram, Facebook. We're on every platform. Um, you can watch it at home. I watch it at home all the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, on my show, I do have the cast come on as guests. I do cover things like sex trafficking. I cover um, love and, and relationships and You know, I get a lot of different um, celebrities that come on my show, and we talk Mm -hmm. about the industry and how it has impacted them, even with sleeping your way to the top. Mm -hmm. how You can reach me on the TV show. Um, My Instagram is, thanks to Miss English, (laughs) 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 Angel's Palace Stage Play. Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
0: Yes. You can definitely find some Angel's Palace on there. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, just the rehearsal alone on the page. I was just like, oh, this is... Y'all just don't know this is going to be so good. This going to be so good. Y'all going to be able to get up for intermission or nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I tell you, the actors are phenomenal. This play is amazing. Mind-blowing, inspirational, empowering, very powerful. And um, it's going to take you to some twists and some turns. You're going to be like... Boom. you're going to want to kill Rob.
0: Okay. Mm, find out. Somebody <laughs> who had to hold back up stage and give man security because we're going to forget <laughs> that this man playing a part. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Yes. But, you know, even for him, one thing he did share with me, his parts are so deep and he's so into that part that he has to de-escalate himself mm-hmm. to go uh, back into normality because... When you're acting, you want to be real. And he's right. so real mm-hmm. that blows your mind. And his mom is so real. Money Sutton and the madam that is his girlfriend, mm. uh, Lisa Batiste, they're real. Mm-hmm. They're so real. I have to say, oh, my gosh. You guys are the bomb, mm-hmm. real.
0: Dynamic, cast. Ah, I can see the Dynamic cakes flying is. now. This is going to be phenomenal. Wonderful. Oh, it is. Yes, ma'am. It, but, it, I wanna thanks again. Thank you. So again I for would joining. say
1: Yes. Everybody get your ticket July twenty-third, Saturday, at the Fayetteville Brickmore Amphitheater mm-hmm. in Fayetteville, Georgia.
0: Indeed. Johnny Bitwright. Get cute or dirge between six and seven. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes. You have a wonderful evening. Yes. It's been such a pleasure interviewing you today and I cannot wait. But Angel's Palace is going down. Yes!
1: Yeah!
0: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you for
1: having
0: me. It's been such a pleasure. I'm going to get this on YouTube and then Instagram. Yes, ma'am. And then we're going to go on Spotify and iHeart. And then we're going to go on Podbean. And I mean, there's a slew. There's a slew of directories. We're going to send this out because everybody needs to know. You know, yeah, man. Everybody needs to know, and I'm just thank you, thank you so much for being open with your life, being open on my platform. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Thank you again. Have a good night. Thank you,
0: Miss
1: English. Bye. Shout out to Lisa. Bye, Lisa. Miss English. <laughs>